Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Okay. Mm. Yay. <laughs> okay. 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 If you hear a noise, my neighbor is outside doing things. And I'm just like, if you could just stop being Bear Grylls for about an hour, that would be fucking great. But, um, yeah. So if you hear a noise... It is him doing something, doing a man thing outside, being a man, apparently. Um, <sighs> hi, guys. Hi. Welcome to Feel Me on My Therapist. I need you today. I really do. Um, so before I even begin, um, I need to remind you guys that we are having, we, we, who's we? It's no we, it's just me. I am having a contest um, to be your Valentine. And that's actually what we're going to talk about today, not just the contest, but Valentine's Day in general. So you may see why I currently feel this way. Um, anyways, so I'm having a contest to be somebody's Valentine. So I'm going to send you a Valentine's Day package full of goodies. Okay. And all you have to do is leave a rating and, and leave a rating and a comment and, um, follow me on Instagram. That last one, I'm not going to lie. It's optional, but it would be nice if you do, you know? Um, <laughs> so if you leave a, uh, a like, what am I saying? If you leave a rating and a comment on Apple podcast, leave a rating and a comment on Apple podcast, and you will be entered to win me as your Valentine and not just figuratively, but I'm actually going to send you a box full of goodies, full of sweet goodies, full of pretty goodies, full of POV or my therapist goodies with a handwritten love letter from your one and only. I'm going to pretend like, oh, okay. Um, I was gonna say, I was gonna pretend that, like, you were my lover, and you were away at war, and then that got a little too personal, <laughs> and my brain just shut the fuck off, so, um, yeah, so leave a comment, 
leave a review and a rating on Apple Podcast and follow me on Instagram at VineFilo, V-I-N-E-P-H-I-L-O. And you'll be entered to win a box full of Valentine's Day goodies. Um, And honestly, I think that would be really great for me because I will have something to do leading up to Valentine's Day. I will not feel so, as I'm going to describe in this episode, how I feel about such a holiday. So yeah, so those are um, the stipulations. And the contest closes February 1st. So I will be choosing a winner to... um, to tell, to notify on February 1st, um, and hopefully y'all respond, and, um, and then, yeah, I can be your Valentine, and it's gonna be great. Um, so today, (laughs) as I've already said, what we're gonna be talking about is Valentine's Day, and, you know, I wasn't really thinking about it, I really didn't care, um, and then I was triggered by something I saw on TikTok, can we believe that? Mm. Um, I logged into TikTok and the first thing I saw was this girl talking about how the fuck am I going to get a boyfriend in time for Valentine's Day? And I realized that, silly me, you silly goose, for once in my life, I thought I would have a Valentine on Valentine's Day. I really did. I, I, I did. I did. But no, we are going 27 years strong. I'm not 27, sorry. We're going 26 years strong of no Valentine. Um... So, you know, that's awesome. That's a great record to hold. I'm glad that I get to hold such a prestigious record. I don't feel upset about it at all. No, no. Valentine's Day is a capitalistic scheme, and I'm not upset about it at all that there is not a single person in this planet or universe, apparently, or solar system, um who would like to spend $4 on a box of chocolates for me, that does not play with my ego at all. That doesn't hurt my feelings at all. That doesn't make me question my whole entire existence and my relationship with the beings around me at all. No, 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 no. It totally doesn't do that. Um, no, it doesn't do that. Nope. No. Mm-mm. No, baby. Mm-mm. I know what Valentine's Day is, and it's a lie. Um... <laughs> I'm like, I'm feeling a bit unhinged today, not gonna lie. Um, yeah, uh, well, to start off my day, I was doing my makeup and things were going fine and I was talking to a girlfriend of mine and things were going fine. And then my mom was doing some yard work and then she needed me in full glam to go outside and help. So obviously I had to go help and I, I was just like annoyed simply because like I'm in full gland, gland. I'm in full glam and I had to go outside and touch grass and I was like this isn't what I want to be doing and then she was upset with me for not helping happily and I was like why the fuck would I help happily why like I'm not gonna be happy to help you when I'm literally in the middle of painting my fucking face my hair is done I look pretty and you want me to go outside and touch fucking leaves I'm not I'm not why why um For the grown children who live at home, they know my problem. I literally called my friend yesterday to rant about the fact that I had to drive two hours to go pick up something my lovely mother ordered. And she was like, wait, 
why? And I was like, because she orders things off of this website. And she was like, oh my God, mine does the same thing. And then the minute they pay for it, it is no longer their problem. It's your problem. Oh, you had plans today? Fuck that. So sorry. This is, takes precedence. And that's absolutely what happened to me yesterday. And I was absolutely annoyed. So my to-do list from yesterday carried over to today. And I still have a long shit list of things to do. So I'm fucking, ex- <laughs> I'm ecstatic. How can I be anything but? <laughs> um... And that just honestly threw my whole mood. And, like, my mood has been thrown all week. And, like, I've just been upset. Like, I was just... It's... I understand. This is the thing. Like, you understand... I I understand the bigger picture. But it's, like, the smaller picture is fucking irritating me right now. The small picture, I want to smash it. And, like, I hate it. I see the bigger picture. That's fucking awesome. But the, the smaller picture is still in my peripheral. And it's just getting on my nerves. Um, so it all started with that TikTok, um, to be quite frank. And like, and you know, I told one of my friends, like I was feeling this way and, and they tried to come for me the best way they knew how. And like, I feel like a lot of people's go-to is like, it's a capitalistic scam. It's a holiday. It's, it's something that you pay for. But I think like on a deeper level, a Valentine's Day for me at this point is just, it is Singles Awareness Day. And it's not even like, I think sometimes when I think of Singles Awareness Day, I'm thinking of oh, it points out everybody who's single, but it's like, that's not it really. It's more of an anniversary. Like for me, Valentine's Day is an anniversary, a year around the sun, and you still have not found a person to love or tolerate you. Um, and that sucks a lot. Um, and it's like, the thing is, the... I'm going to get really metaphysical here because I'm not just feeling like I'm lonely. Like these are, I don't feel lonely. That's the thing. Like I don't feel lonely. I just feel a level of doubt and upset that I, it's frustrating. And I would, I, there's no clarity to it. There's none of it. And it's like, it's like one of those things that like you have to put your ego aside and be like, oh, I am not in control of my whole life. Like this shit is not all up to me. I manage the things I can and the things I can't, I try to not think about. But for me, Valentine's Day always feels like, yay, another year around the sun. And in that time, no successful meeting anybody, no, no meeting somebody that you actually liked or that you gave a fuck about. Um, none of that. And, and you know, a lot happens in a year and like you're watching, not your, but I'm watching people like fall in love and like get married and have babies and love those babies. And, and the babies that were born last year are like older and like, and like the, the people who got married around this time are celebrating their first fucking anniversaries. And I'm just like, and I still can't get no boyfriend. (laughs) Like, and like what further complicates it is like my relationship with men as a uh, concept, mm, how else can I put that? Um, my relationship with men as a concept is constantly changing as time goes on. And like, and for a while, like, ugh, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll get into this later, but for a while I would ask myself, when are you going to get it? Like this was before therapy, so I would never say something like this to myself now, but I would always say to myself, like, when are you going to get it? Like, when are you going to understand that? Like, nobody is going to want you. Like, this is not something that is meant for you in your lifetime. Like you need to understand that. Like I literally would have moments where I would 
stand in front of the fucking mirror and I would tell myself that. And I'm like, you need to get a grip and you need to understand that nobody's ever going to love you because like no man is ever going to love you because you're just not that girl. You're just not that girl. And it's been very hard not to slip back into that. Um, it's just been like annoying to think about that. And it's like, it's weird because like, like I said before, like I'm not lonely. It's just like, I know the things I want from my future and, and I, and there are parts of it that are moving along that are happening. Like, um, a lot of good things are happening. It's just like, I know that for me, the things that I want in my life, 50% of it is to be a mother, is to be a wife. Like, I want to have my awesome career up until then, and then I can have my career and that. And it's like, and it's like, those are the things I want. How can I reckon and reason with the fact that I have no control over half of that? Half of it is me going to get it, and then the other half is fucking praying that Sky Daddy sends me a decent fucking man in a fucking sea of fucking bottom feeders. Like, nah. It's very frustrating. And, like, and I've been feeling a lot of that this week, and, like, and, like, I know it's not up to me, and, like, and it's, like, and uh, she's mumbling. <laughs> She's fucking stuttering. That's why you know, like, I'm having a hard time is when I can't get the words out in a sentence. I'm feeling a lot of fucking feelings. Um, but yeah, so I just felt kind of dumb. Like, I just felt dumb that at a point in time, I felt that optimism that I would go into a couple of holidays, you know, not alone. Um... And, like, a long time ago, I was talking to a friend of mine, and she was telling me, like, she, because she and I, like, were single around the same time, and then she got a boyfriend, and and we were talking, and she was saying how she felt so much relief because it proved her wrong that the thoughts of nobody's ever going to love you, nobody's ever going to like you, nobody's ever going to want to claim you, like, they kind of went away because it happened. Like, that doubt left. And and she was telling me, she was like, nobody talks about how fucking humiliating it is. How humiliating it is to be single. Like, everybody around you is forming these connections and you're not. And it's like, what is wrong with me? Like, what am I doing wrong? Like... And I, and like, I'm so weary of like even saying this in the podcast because I know I'm probably going to use this in a clip later and I can already see the trolls being like, you know, I can already see what they're going to say. I can already, you know, I can already think for them. Um, but you know, hopefully it doesn't end up on that side of TikTok, but it's just like, every time I think about it, I'm just like, damn, like what's wrong with me? Like I'm actually 27 years old, like time to come clean. I've never been in a relationship. Like, I don't know if you've picked up on that. I've been pretty open about it. I don't, I, or I mean, I just assumed that it was a known fact, but I, I know myself and essentially I'm speaking to myself, but I've never been in a relationship. Like I've never been somebody's girlfriend. I've never, I've never had a boyfriend. I've never had a serious love interest. I've had these awful situationships that like come and go and like sometimes they return and like, and Every time, and it's funny because like the other day I realized, I had a moment where I realized that X means ex-boyfriend and I was like, oh my God, (laughs) 
I knew that, but it didn't click in my head. Because in my head, I literally, the word ex, when I say my ex, what I mean is my example of what I should not do again. I should you not. That is what that abbreviation is for in my head. Okay. Is an example of what not to do again. Um, And then the other day I was like, oh shit, I've really been using that wrong because I think people think I've had relationships and I haven't. Um, so I've never been in a relationship. I'm 26 years old going on 27. Well, I just turned 26, but I'm 26 years old and, and you know, there's probably a lot that's not helping me, um, in that realm. But then it's also like, when I think back to it, it's like, I think of the guys that I entertained. I'm like, did I really want any of them anyways? And the answer is almost always no. The answer is always no. And like, and it's just like. I'm not really, I don't, I'm not asking for a lot here, okay? I would just like the thought of, um, you know, nobody's ever going to want to be with you. Nobody's ever going to love you. I would just like that to be proven wrong. And it's funny because like one of my epiphanies that I had in therapy was, um, I would, I would say things like just for once in my life, I want to be wrong. Like every time I meet a new guy, I would be like, you know, in my head, I'd be like, this isn't going to work out. It's not going to work out. They're not, they're going to ghost me. They're going to this, they're going to that. And then eventually they do. And then, and then I would say to myself, um, you know, just for once I want to be wrong. And then I realized that you want to be wrong, but you also knew that you were going to be right. So why not just listen to that in the first place? So I've gotten more to the point where I'm like I know what the end result is going to be before I even get there and it's like at this point I'm just opting out like I don't want to do this anymore I really don't like the amount of humiliation that comes with it like and the stupid thoughts that like run rampant in your head like when you're trying to like date when you're trying to meet somebody but at your very core or at my very core, I know that I'm not going to, at least not in this place, not in this season of my life that I'm in. And it's like, but the human side of me very much wants to prove that wrong. But like, I know in my depths that like, this is not going to happen right now. I don't think I'm in a place to, I don't want none of these niggas here. I can tell you that fucking much. I really don't like, and I get approached all the time and I'm like, should I start like giving people chances? And I'm like, no, these niggas is dusty and I don't like them. I don't want to give anybody a chance because that would mean settling. And like, I've seen so many times where women settle because of loneliness and it just changes the course of their life. And it's like, no. And like the other day I had a fucking thought that I never, that never crossed my mind. And I was like, ew, we're deep. We're, we're deep in the upset. And I was like, and I asked myself and like the thought made me want to cry, but I asked myself, I was like, bitch, if you don't find a man, would you be okay with like having a sperm donor or like, you know, having a child on your own. And I was like, yeah, because motherhood is something that I really want to experience. And, and it's like, if I'm at the place where like, you know, like I could like afford a nanny and a cook and like, I could essentially buy my village. Yeah, I would do it. Um, but it's not something I necessarily want to do. And it's something that I hope I don't have to do. 
and like it's just so depressing to think about bro and like and like that's why like I kind of like every time like I'm I even start in the conversation somebody's like they start going down the Valentine's Day is a capitalistic scam I'm like it's so much more than that it really is like it is it is essentially a confrontation of the potential of a life full of uh singleness and not getting the 50% of what I want out of life and I was talking to my friend the other day because two of my friends are boy they were fighting tooth and nail to get my ass on Raya and and I'm like I was excited at first and then and then one of my friends the other day she sent me like a direct referral that 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 like puts you in like a priority group or whatever and I was trying to do it and my phone wasn't letting me do it and and she was like we really need to figure this out and I was like do I like do I like honestly like do I need to figure this out because why what's the point like what is actually the point of like even trying and like I know if my therapist heard me right now, she would like molly walk me up the side of my head. But it's like, what's the point of like putting myself out there? Cause like I know what's gonna happen. I know what's gonna happen. I'm gonna meet a guy. I think he's great. He love bombs me. He future fakes me. I fall for it cause I'm stupid. Or um, or what's worse is what I recently realized I did. I meet a guy. I think he's great. He is great. He's fine. He's awesome. Um, I manipulate myself into thinking that it's so much more than it actually is. And then I am upset about an entire life that I made up in my head that never existed. And they're clueless. <laughs> uh, and they're not at fault. And it's my problem. So I'm like, what's the point of like even doing that? And to go back to my earlier point, like I would have these moments where I would be like, you need to put this in your head that like this stuff is not going to happen. And it's like, I realized like somehow over the last couple weeks, months, whatever, that I didn't really have to say that to myself, that it just kind of happened. Like the absolute doubt and the absolute feeling that what's the point has it's real now. Like it's solidified. It's not something that I have to force into my head. Like I don't want to date. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And it's like, there's a tiny part of me that's like, well, if you don't want to do it, then like, what if you're like 40 and you, you realize, oh, I had all these years and I didn't put myself out there. I didn't meet anybody. And I'm, that's not to say that like, I mean, essentially, I think what I'm hoping is that I get to a point where I'm surrounded by men I would like to date and just like all these fucking ugly men that I have no interest in being with now approach me that I will be in a position and in a environment where the men approaching me are men that I would like to date. But like this whole shit with the apps, I'm done. I'm fucking done with the dating apps bro like I dead ass feel like the next time I get on a dating app I'm finna meet my maker I'm finna meet Jesus Christ because these people on the dating apps are like the 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 bottom of the barrel it's like it is not the creme de la creme honey it is the the, the fucking shit at the fucking bottom like the muck like it is and like because I mean if there were any good men on the dating apps they've been took it off they've been took it okay um, 
by the women who were on the move, who were smart enough to. And it's like these dudes on these dating apps, it's like, bro, like, what is this? It's like, you know, there's a lot of conversations that happen on Twitter and TikTok that don't happen in real life because like the people who spend time on TikTok do not go outside. Um, and the people who spend time on Twitter arguing and beefing and talking about metaphysical, metaphorical dates and all this shit, they don't leave their house. They don't go outside. They don't do that. And like, I low-key hate that I got swept up in that for like two seconds, but like, ugh, whatever. Um, but, like, those are the same people I feel on dating apps. Like, people still meet each other outside. They still ask each other out on dates outside. Um, not everybody is reliant on a dating app. And I would just like to move back into that sphere. Because this dating app shit, it's, like, it's not, it's, like, as a woman, like, I feel like the women on dating apps are great. They're just looking for men. The men on dating apps are, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're, I'm not here for it. I don't want to be a part of it. I have not met any decent man from a dating app. Per. That is quite essentially the statement. I've never met a decent man off of a dating app. Um, and I just don't think that that shit is for me. I have such a strong repulsion for that shit when people tell me have you tried bumble have i tried bumble bitch have i tried bumble i the woman was just trying to fucking speak the woman was too angry to speak yeah i've tried fucking bumble what about it like they make things worse so um yeah, so I, you know, I've been, I've been going through those motions. I've been, I have been, it's really fun. I've loved it. <laughs> mm, I loved it so much. And it's just like, I don't know, it's just, it's a bit depressing, you know what I'm saying? Um, but all of that, there are like, and it's hard not to, the train is going by, yeah, so I'm going to consult my notes real quick because I was kind of getting lost in my feels for a little bit and we need to make sure that we're on track because I actually had, you know, I had things to say. I had important things to say that was not just a feelings dump. Um, I think where I left off was me saying that I don't really want to force a relationship. I don't want to go on dating apps. I don't want to do anything like that. So I think at this point, I'm just going to have to hope that a meteor strikes before I can die alone. Um, yeah, so that being said, moving on from that bit of stuff, um, something else I wanted to talk about this week was I've got this, this feeling of bitterness that is just like, it's a lot. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I, I just feel bitter. Like, I'm gonna read something that my friend said to me last night, and her name is Abriana Soul. And S-O-L-L, um, Abriana on Instagram dot S-O-L-L. Um, how many times can I say that? But she sent me something. We were talking last night and I don't know, she's very intuitive and I feel like she may have felt that my brain was wonky yesterday. So we had this conversation. I'm just going to read you the bits of things that she said because, it spoke to me and I feel like a lot of times when like things speak to me, especially with my friends, I don't really know how to, I don't know what to say at the time. 
Um, and I still don't know what to say, essentially, because I, believe it or not, I'm not much of a talker. Um, unless I'm, like, on a rant. and that, So I'm, like, expressing my emotions uh, consistently, like, once a week. Or whenever you have the misfortune of picking up my phone call. But I have another friend who this whole week he's been telling me no hate in your heart no hate in your heart and he's always like no hate in your heart and I know why he's saying it and I respect why he's saying it I understand why he's saying it but it's like if he can have no hate in his heart through all the things that I know um I have no reason to have a lot of hate in my heart but at the same time like I'm bitter I'm bitter and I'm I'm upset and I'm angry um, and I feel a lot of bitterness and I feel a lot of anger and I I was hurt like my I was hurt this year you guys every year I go through like maybe one really shitty talking phase that like absolutely upsets me to the point where I'm just like I'm not talking to anybody else and I don't talk to anyone for about a year. And then a year comes along and of course I meet somebody else and then again and it's just like again and again and again in the same cycle. But I go through this like once a year. So I don't date multiple people throughout the year. I can confidently tell you that like once I, I'm, I'm hit, I'm down for the count. I'm out. I'm retired for the rest of the year. I have no interest in getting back in the game until the next year, truthfully. Um, so that pretty much is what has been happening. Uh, this year, however, I got, I was down for the count twice and I got back up fairly quickly. You know, I got up and I got out again and I went and, um, and yeah, I got molly whopped twice in the head and that shit really hurt. That shit hurt it a lot. Um, and the thing is like, I always hear people being like, oh, you have, you should do a roster. You should date multiple guys at once. That's really awesome. If I can't do that. I'm so sorry. I can't do that. I don't give a fuck. I literally cannot date multiple people at the same time. I don't have that attention span. I am so easily emotionally tired, exhausted. I shit you not. I can be in love with somebody. If I have to talk to them for more than two hours, I'm sorry. I need a break. I need a moment. I need space. We need to shut the fuck up for a little while. I have a low social battery. I do. Like, bro, my social battery is so fickle. If you say something that is, like, mildly off-putting, drained. Like, and it's not getting the ick. Like, I literally just get exhausted. Like, being around people is very exhausting for me. And... And, like, I don't have the social battery to date multiple people. I've tried it before. I really have. When I was in college, she was doing a thing. Like, she was seeing hella people at the same time, multiple times a day. You know what I'm saying? And I was fucking tired all the time. And I was unhinged. Quite literally, I was unhinged. And I was always like, why am I like this? My social battery was constantly depleted and I was running through it. Like, forcing myself to exist amongst people when I just needed to be alone like for a couple hours. So I don't want to date multiple people because I don't have the energy to, I don't care to. Like I'm a patient person. I would rather get to know one person at a time and move on when that shit doesn't work. Because anyways, when you're dating multiple people, bitch, really, unless you're a, unless you're like a polyamorous person, most, I don't know a single girl who 
in in the oh during the time that they're dating multiple people they love it it's great it's awesome and then afterwards when it's time to come clean they're like that shit sucked and the whole time they really have feelings for one person and they're just using everybody else to distract them from that person like I would rather just forego all of that and just deal with the person and if it doesn't work out so what if I don't have a rebound I wouldn't have really wanted that rebound anyways because one it's not fair to people when they're a rebound and two I'm never gonna feel the way I want to feel with that rebound so why even put myself and them through that you know what I'm saying so I the idea of dating multiple people is not interesting to me and um And I just, I don't like it. It's not for me. It's never been for me. But anyway, so last night, my friend, she said, um, she sent me a text. I'm going to try to find the exact one. Um, but I was really bitter the other day. I think I'm covering the mic. I was really bitter the other day and I was tweeting out my feelings and I was just like, I'm so sorry, but like, I don't want this man to be happy. I don't. I don't want him to feel joy. And I and I felt extremely guilty for saying that because, like, he do got a lot going on. But I was like, I don't want you to feel joy. Like, I don't want you to feel happy. I want you to feel like no one has ever fought God for you and begged for you. Because that's how I fucking feel. And I'm just like, I know that's bitterness and I know that's really bad energy to put out there. And I knew that and I, like, repented straight away. But I was just like, what? it's hard. Like, it's just hard to move on. Like, I am in the bitterness phase. I am in the, who the fuck is that bitch you're tweeting phase? Who the fuck is this bitch? Is in the, I'm in the, I don't want to be with you anyways, but I don't want you happy. I don't want to see you with somebody else, but I don't want to be with you anyways. Like, I literally was talking about this to my friend today, and I was telling her how, like, um, I'm trying to think. Do I say this part? Is it specific? No. Um, (laughs) Over the course of my relationship with this, oh my God, this specific. Anyways, I was talking to my friend today and I was saying how I was thinking about how, you know, there were so many times when I was interacting with this person that I thought like, you know that Taylor Swift lyric where she's like, make you my wild, give you a child. Yeah, I was there. I was feeling them lyrics. Purr. And I was talking to my friend today and I was like, to, to father a child with somebody who resents you, to father, to mother a child with somebody who resents you. Like, I think that's how bitches get caught up in the thought of, um, if, like, they literally think that if, if they give him a baby, he'll like them or he'll stay. And, like, my brain was, like, she was tap dancing on that line. And I would have never done it because, like, I don't have the patience for children at this moment. But, like, my brain sometimes wanders and the wandering was happening and I was, like, really thinking, like, damn, this is, I think this is the thought process that leads girls to having kids for guys who don't fucking like them because they think that if it's more than me, you will fall in love with me in some way. And then, like, that even trickles down to 
oh, if I really outperform myself in the bedroom this time, he's, he's gonna want to be with me. Like he has to, like he's, he has to want to be with me. I fucked him so good. Like, duh. Like, and it's like, and it's like, simply put, if somebody wants to be with you, they will be with you. There's nothing that you can do to change that. And like, that's like really what I've been coming to grips with. And it's also like, I was thinking about like, what life would look like, you know? Cause like I fantasize all the time. I'm laying in bed. I'm daydreaming about our life, our life. And I see like this happy home and like this, this beautiful existence. And then I'm like, that's not the reality of it, baby girl. That's not who they are. They've shown you who they are. And if you were to have this life with them, it would be nothing like your dream because that's not who they are. That's who you made up in your head. And that is not the actual man that you know. That person has shown you who they are 10,000 times. And each time you have added onto that, making them a better version of who they are. And that version of them does not fucking exist. Like it just doesn't. And it's like, and in a way, I'm kind of happy that I'm having this experience now because like, I'm feeling a lot of emotions I've just never fucking felt before. And like a lot of thoughts that I've just never crossed through my silly little head. And I'm just like, I see, I, I see where this leads to. I see where this road goes. And if I'm not careful, um, if I'm not lucky enough to get pulled out of that situation again in the future, I could really make some bad fucking choices. So it's like, I, I don't want to date. I don't want to put myself out there, but I'm not necessarily gonna like be like, no, like outright. But I think not wanting to do it is also going to give me the clarity that I've been needing in the moment. Cause I feel like I am very naive. And a lot of the times when things are right in front of my face, I paint such a beautiful picture over it. And, and it's only in hindsight that I'm like, Oh my God, that's what that actually meant. That's what that meant. That wasn't a compliment. That was actually quite rude. You don't respect me. And I always see those things in hindsight when in the moment I should have fucking open palm pimp slapped that person and it's like a lot of these thoughts I have happen and a lot of these realizations happen in hindsight and I think going through this experience I'm realizing now that like you know people can say things with a smile and that doesn't mean that it's good things and and because of that I hope that when I go into my next talking phase oh my god the thought of that just makes me want to fucking absolutely pass away but I hope that when I go when I meet somebody else I can that allows me and helps me to vet them right off the bat that I'm not surprised anymore and like and I also think that it's really it's really taken me from like being such a what is the word It's taken me from being such an idealist to thinking that things have to go one way to kind of feeling like not expect, I expect the worst. I'm just going to say that expecting the worst and being very cautious and understanding that no, this man 
is not going to be your husband. <laughs> He's probably not going to be. And the next hundred probably aren't either. And uh, what he might be, though, is a nice piece of content. And I, I think that sounds really bad, but I don't care. Um, and I think reducing the men I date to becoming pieces of content might actually make dating more tolerable instead of going in every time with my heart on my sleeve and just getting the shit rocked out of me um, because I was so open and so available to loving and like giving love and like it's so it's such a frustrating thing like me as a person like I just want to give love I do I really do. And every time I do, like, it just, like, fucking punches me in the face. And I'm like, it's not even these guys' fault anymore. Like, it's like, yo, it's my fault. You're going into battle with no armor on, and you know what the circumstances are. You know what the field looks like. You know how these people are. So why are you not protecting yourself from that? And, like, I have nobody else to blame. I have nobody else to express my anger to. I can't express it to these guys. They don't give a fuck. So it's like at this point, like I'm expressing my own anger to myself, but hopefully it's, I'm using, hopefully it's in a constructive way. And I think it is, I'm coping. I'm coping. Is it constructive? I don't know. I'm coping. I'm coping. I'm not having fun. Like, (laughs) um, but anyways, this is what my friend said. Oh, this is what she said. She said, um, I'm trying to channel really double lawn tools oh no it's a dirt bike she said i'm trying to channel my anger into something else but it's so difficult because i feel so used and cheated and abandoned but i'm going to make a lot of money off of this experience one day per um I've decided or at least make friends online when I share my experiences exactly like you did, like you have a community around you. Friends might just be it, to be honest. And I'm like, this is true. Like, I feel used. (laughs) I feel emotionally used. But it's like, again, I have to ask, are you used if you volunteer that? And it's like, I don't want to stop giving my love, but... At this point, I may just not give it to men. Um, My first instinct is to just give. Like, it really is. Like, I just want people to feel good and to feel loved and all that. But it's like, I've seen time and time again that the men that I've dated are not worth it. And I'm just feeling like, perhaps, um, moving on, I don't give it at all until until I feel otherwise because it is exhausting and it's not like this is the thing when you give love to friends right you give love to your friends and they accept it and either they give it back or like they're shitty about it whatever um they never use it against you like that's the thing that like really grinds my gears it's not just either the acceptance of love or the dismissal of it These men are weaponizing it and they make you feel crazy for being human. And it's like, oh my God, I'm not crazy. You're crazy. You're the crazy one. You've lost your marbles. It's not me. You're telling me I'm too much because I am a human who expresses love and emotion. Are you fucking out of your mind? Did your mother not hug you as a wee child? 
You're telling me I'm too much because I'm fucking nice? You're mentally disturbed. Like, that shit really is crazy to me. You don't know how to give love, so everybody who gives it is crazy? I give the same amount of love to my friends. I give the same amount of love and attention to my family, to people I meet on the fucking street. And I legit mean that. I'm not the kind to record my my kind acts, but I do a lot of them. And it's like, I don't, I give that same love that I gave you, sir, to the random lady across the street who was walking around with her dog. Like, that's just who I am. And none of those people ever made me feel bad about it until it was a man I was dating. And that is just weird. That's crazy. Like, I feel like a lot of these guys are so uncomfortable actually receiving love. And then when they get a girl who gives them a lot of it, they're like, you're weird for that. That's not normal. It's like, no, Betty, you're not normal because you don't know how to accept normal human feelings. That's weird. That's something you should be concerned about. It's like, are you going to gaslight me? Bitch, I'm going to air this room out. Per. So I've just been having a lot of feelings. I've been coping. And like, I think I'm on the mend. Um, because I feel like you do go through like seven stages of grief. Uh, where it's like denial. Denial was episode six. <laughs> denial, I shit you not. Denial, whatever episode I had the white headband on or the white um, bandana, that was denial. That was actually, we're going to do this right now. Hold on. Let me, I'm literally about to tell you where we are in the grief chart because bestie, I'm so serious. Yep. Damn, we really went through the seven stages of grief. <laughs> Hold on, I'm pulling up my YouTube too because y'all are gonna know which episode is which. Uh, fucking oh my god. Okay, so, um, and I definitely will say that episode six. Yeah, hookups are like cheap restaurants or like restaurants. <laughs> that was definitely denial. I was in a lot of denial. I'm not going to lie. Like the bitch was delusional. Okay. <laughs> she was super delusional. Um, and then the next stage of grief is bargaining. Bargaining was definitely um, nine. Yeah, bargaining was the slightly unhinged obituary. That was bargaining. I was doing a lot of bargaining. You may have not clocked it, but I clocked it and I know my therapist clocked it and she, we had that conversation. She was not happy. I know that she was not happy. It was just like questionable, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then bargaining guilt, I think, which one was guilt? I think the last episode honestly may have been guilt. Did I feel, what guilt did I talk about in that episode? Oh yeah, no, it was guilt. That was, the last episode was guilt. Um, no, not the last episode, sorry. 2021 gobbled me, swallowed me, was guilt. And now this is the episode about anger, okay? So we're at this st stage of grief where we're feeling a lot of fucking anger. And I hope that we can skip right to hope and acceptance. Because honestly, I'm just tired of feeling this way. I really am. Like, I, I, I didn't, it's funny because like the podcast has taken up so much of my time. And like, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but I actually got a big girl job. Yay. She's employed. Woo. 
Yay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I got a big girl job and, and between that and the podcast and the TikTok and everything, I really didn't have a lot of time to think about how upset I was. And then, you know, I saw something that reminded me and it all came flooding in all at once. So, um, it was just unexpected and, and I've been trying to work through these feelings. So, um, (laughs) so yeah, I've been trying to work through these feelings and I hope that I get, I, I am going to get through it. It's just, I hope that when I, when I get to the other side, like I don't, I'm a little bit more detached because I know it's good to feel things, but like. I feel like it comes to a point where feeling a lot is self-sabotage. And I know I feel a lot less. I feel a lot less invested. I feel a lot less connected to these things than when I first started therapy. You know, it's it's easy for me to move on faster. But I would like to not feel them at all. We're still healing. Um, yeah. So, that's that. I'm going to pause and then I'm going to do my outro. It's like when um, you're at a family gathering and um, your mama take you to another room to cuss you out and you know everybody heard but then y'all got to walk out of the room and act like everything is normal. Um, This little outburst, this little hissy fit, this 50 minute hissy fit I just had sort of kind of feels like that. Um, (laughs) So I'm a little bit embarrassed, but it's like, these are my feelings. These are how I feel. And like, a lot of my friends are feeling like this. And like, I will tell you that, you know, way back when, um, when my, my friend, one of my friends, she and I, like, we recently became friends. Well, not recently. I say it's like a year now, maybe two years. Um, but when we first met, like, it felt like we were kindred spirits and like, soulmates absolutely like I never met anybody who within the first day of meeting them like first of all she hit me up on Instagram she was like I want to shoot with you and I was like okay cool so we did a shoot and literally spent all day together and like we were we had the same reaction to a lot of stuff like literally like our brain it was like we're sharing a brain cell and then like I would go to text her and she'd like text me I'd FaceTime her and then like as I'm FaceTimer FaceTiming her I see an incoming call like we were just very much on the same wavelength and and so we were friendly for a while and like we would talk all the time and stuff and I remember like the first time that I really felt like connected to her but not just to her but just to somebody else my age and that I felt a really intense sense of vulnerability and depth was the one time that she told me that she was like you know nobody ever talks about how humiliating this is how humiliating being single is how humiliating being a single girl is when men are single they're bachelors when women are single, they're unhinged cat ladies. It's two very different things and it's two very different feelings. Like, like my friend who texted me earlier, she was like, I wonder if guys are going through the same thing. Like, are they upset? Like, are they grieving? Like, are they this or they that? And I'm like, I don't think so, girl. Because men, like the minute, like they're, 
they're out of a relationship like movies you know music all of that like they're back on the town like they're ready to go out like it's they're looking they're on the prowl like it's like they've been freed from this horrible thing called love and and maybe that's not maybe their truth is different whatever but from what I see it doesn't seem like they're grieving much it doesn't seem like they're going through much um and it's just like you know when men are single they're bachelors when women are single they're cat ladies and they're gonna die alone so that's like that's a very humiliating feeling and like and it can feel like it it's gonna last forever which is currently where I am and and I'm happy that like she said that to me because I think that was like the first that was one of the first times that like somebody had been extremely raw like with that and it's really hard to admit when you're embarrassed and when you feel humiliated and I think her using that word humiliated because there's a difference between feeling embarrassed and feeling humiliated it's humiliating like there really is a difference and this whole thing has just felt humiliating all of it has felt humiliating and it's like and it feels humiliating because I know in the places I messed up I know all my cringeworthy moments and he knows all my cringeworthy moments and he doesn't give a shit and like he's this he's that and it's like that opinion like still matters to me but it shouldn't but it's still fucking embarrassing and then I look at my life from an outward perspective and I'm like maybe the trolls are right maybe I'm too ugly maybe I'm too this maybe I'm too fucking fat maybe that's the problem maybe I'm the problem and it's like no I'm not the fucking problem it's like I'm not the problem like I'm sexy as fuck like bitch let's be real I'm sexy as fuck and it's like hold on while we're here <laughs> while we're here you know all these niggas keep coming up in my in my comments talking all this shit okay telling me that I'm like ugly and fat and no man wants me yet these are the same men who are thirsting who are trying to uh, a drop of sweat that has flung off of Jill Scott's body. And these are the same men who are telling me I look like Jill Scott. I'm like, get a fucking grip, okay? I've had enough people tell me that I look like this luscious, delicious lady in my life that for men to ever tell me that I'm ugly or disgusting or fat or a whale, I'm like, no, literally everybody I meet and their mother tells me I look exactly like Jill Scott and that I have the same shape as Jill Scott. Your opinion is e-fucking-relevant and that bitch is a bad bitch and she fucks rich men and she's gorgeous and she's uh, beyond. That was just a little rant I wanted to go on. Anyways. Um, but it's like, I just do start to doubt that. And I'm like, maybe I'm not as great as I think I am. But I'm like, also divine, you don't leave your fucking house to meet a man. You have to leave the home to meet a man. And the only place you go are the gym. You go to the library and you go shopping. And you don't even go shopping at like the big mall, you know, because it's really scary over there. And they shoot all the time. So it's like, you need to leave your house to meet a man. And I don't want to do it. I don't want to leave my home. You know, I don't want to go to bars. I don't want to do it. And I think that in itself is a testimony that I'm not ready. 
that I'm not ready to meet anybody, that I'm not ready to fall in love. But like, that doesn't change, you know, the disappointment that I feel when I am faced with yet another fucking failed talking stage. Um, so yeah, uh, I think we switched it around there at the end, just a little bit. Um, I was going in the land of, um, of loss before, but yeah, so you know, I just wanted to express my humiliation, my absolute despair that I was feeling and upset. And, you know, if you're going through this, bitch, you're not alone. You is not alone. And I know I'm not alone here because my girlfriends that I didn't know were going through this shit are going through this. And they're telling me that their other girlfriends are going through this. And I'm just like, damn, where is the man? Santana, I need to stop quoting TikToks. Where's the man? Where are the good guys? Like, why are we getting this batch of idiots? I blame social media. That's a conversation for another day. But it's like, where, like, can somebody have a good relationship? Huh? Huh? Can you? Um, so yeah, that, that's been a lot, you know? So, um, that being said, uh, don't forget we're doing, I'm doing a contest, um, to be your Valentine, to send you Valentine's Day goodies, to send you essentially what I should be getting in the mail for Valentine's Day, the love I should be receiving. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. um, I'm essentially sending you what I wish a man would have been sending me today, not today, uh, for Valentine's Day. So, uh, but, but to get that, you have to leave a rating and a review on Apple Music and follow me on Instagram. That gets you bonus points, okay? Um, my Instagram is vinephilo, V-I-N-E-P-H-I-L-O, okay? So to be entered in that drawing, you have to leave a rating and a review and follow me on Instagram. That part is not necessary, but, you know, it'd be nice. Um, and I will pick a winner and you will be notified. And this ends February 1st at 12 a.m., um, so when the clock strikes 12, what? when the clock strikes 12 AM and it turns February 1st, that's when we're done. Okay. So enter to win that. And yeah, and I will be your Valentine and it'll be great. Okay. And you will feel a lot less lonely because I'm going to write you a handwritten love note and, um, and yeah, and it's going to be heartfelt and it's going to be amazing. And I'm essentially going to, uh, letters, from Juliet you to death. You know, it's so funny and like equally embarrassing. Um, one of these guys was, we're never doing this again. The military men can go to hell. <laughs> one of them was in the military and I wrote him a letter. I cringe. I don't know what the fuck kind of drugs I was on, bro. Like, that made me write a man a letter. That made me buy anything for a man. I really, I drank the Kool-Aid that I needed to step out of my comfort zone. I drank that Kool-Aid. I really did. It was, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> As I tell thousands of you that I'm embarrassed. Um, so that was the last time that I hand wrote a letter. Uh, oh, actually, no, that's not true. Yeah, that's not true. No, I hand wrote a letter after that. It wasn't for a man, though. It was for a friend. Um, 
and I was gonna say that was the last time that I sent somebody something but that's also not true but that was the last time I sent a man something and I will not be doing that again I learned my lesson thank you for that um you know I keep asking God for soulmates and he keeps sends me lessons and that lesson was do not write men letters or send them packages until you are married okay um yeah (laughs) so every time I think about this contest that I'm doing I'm like this is like part deux of of that little humiliation and I keep cringing I keep every time I go to buy something for the package every time I go to order something every time I, I I'm talking to like one of my friends and I was, I almost said homeboy, but I've never used that word in my life, but he is my homeboy. I was talking to my homeboy and he makes stickers and like the whole time, like my body kept taking screenshots because I kept thinking about the last time I made something like to, it just kept reminding me of that. And, or actually, because you know, the last time that I've sent stuff to people, it's been like specific things that I've sent them, like, you know, specific things, but this is like a smorgasbord of things. So the last time I sent somebody a smorgasbord of things was that person. And, and I, so every time I collect something for the smorgasbord, the Valentine's Day smorgasbord, I, I get embarrassed because I think about that and I feel humiliated. So I love this game. It's so fun. It's like, how much can you embarrassment, humiliation can you take before you essentially become, um, the, the, the villain with the lobster claws on Powerpuff Girls? Cause I'm pretty close. I'm fairly close. Um, but yeah, so all of that was to say, uh, leave a review, like, subscribe, follow, rate and review on Apple Podcasts to be entered for this contest and leave a rating on Spotify as well. And follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is vinephilo, V-I-N-E-P-H-I-L-O. And my TikTok is dphile, D-P-H-I-L-E. And my Twitter is still private, but feel free to follow me. It's at WordS. Um, and yeah, so have a nice day. I love you. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park
Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.